0: Feral
1: Audio
0: Put your hands together Put your hands together Put your hands together
1: Put your hands together Put your hands What's up hands everybody? Together. Thanks for coming out Put to the UCB. Put oh. your hands together
2: Yeah, that is exactly. Wow, very rowdy round of applause on this particular Tuesday. Have a seat, sir. Guys, how are you doing? I'm your host, Cameron Esposito. Let's hear it from me. Very vivacious. Oh, did you guys get, did you guys get, like, your rain rest? Is that what it was? Staying over the weekend feeling great? Hey, let's welcome my co-host of the show, Ms. Rhea Butcher. Let's hear for Rhea. Hello. That's me. There she is. Oh. I'm the other one. You're the other one. Um, <laughs> we are comics. We're comics. And we're also uh, lesbians, obviously. Um, <laughs> you have eyes in your face, and also we are fiancés. We are in of yon- each other to each other, oh. yep. and ourselves. No, I'm not. Realistically speaking, you're engaged to yourself. Very. I feel like you're sending a mixed message about lesbianism when you say that, because I because that's something that dudes ask you all the time. Like, how do you ever leave the house when you've got boobs? I ask myself that Men all the time, but for a that, totally different reasons. Just so you know, you ask that like you know you know how many times you think you ask that question. It's way more than way that. more. You ask that question all the time. How can you? Because if you have, that's such a weird and confusing question. Because you know you also have erogenous zones on your body, and you also apparently leave the house. <laughs> And I have heard from male stand-ups that people do masturbate. That men do masturbate. I have there. seen this quite a few times. It's always way over here into the it's and way out, and curved. Like you guys are <laughs> leaving, noodle. Yeah. leaving the penis and coming back. Yeah, leaving, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> leaving the <laughs> leaving the penis and coming and back. Penis with an unlubricated fist. Right. Exactly. All the way, all way off. All the way on. Back on. <laughs> It always kind of reminds me of the old no wax a, on, no yeah. wax off situation. Just real dry. Just a dry. Just to throw a little a hole in there. the dirt. Yeah. What do we know about men? A lot. Obviously. That's what we know about them. You guys, masturbate. Guys, with sand. yeah, we're lesbians. We definitely both have boobs. Um, also, you know, she's got boobs too. It's weird. Four boobs. Still, we got here tonight. We made it. <laughs> And when I say four boobs, I mean on me. Each of us has four boobs. We've yeah. got eight boobs betwixt. And a Twix yeah. in my back pocket. Yeah. That's a lot funnier than you're giving it credit for. It's a Twix. Yeah. <laughs> it's a decent candy. I love Twixes. They're nice. Do you ever, what do you do? Do you, what do you, do you nibble off the top or what are you talking about? What, like the side? What, am I going to no, eat like it? Twigs. Like a what are you gonna corn e- cob or something? Yes, because... <laughs> yes, because any time a food has natural layers... Well, no, I don't mean natural. Natural layers. <laughs> Ooh. Twix, twix from the, the Twix tree, just as it were, and dropped into a package. <laughs> and delivered by stork. Um, <laughs> no, that, that's not how that comes. I just mean any time... Aren't layers very satisfying to nibble off? What? I don't know what you're t- <laughs> <laughs> Like each layer separately? Yeah, you start with the hat. The caramel hat. <laughs> <laughs> then you get to the cookie. Eat it by itself. Take all How the chocolate How is the cookie out? not the pants in this equation? Because you said the caramel yeah. hat and then you just said cookie. You really bummed me out on that one. I'm sorry. It should be pants but or shoes. if anything, it should be like the necktie. And it doesn't have a body. <laughs> <laughs> Stressful. Everyone's following this for sure. Yeah, I think it made a lot of sense. Just earlier today, there I was down the street in front of. And by the way, I I don't know if you took a picture with flash, but just nope. Thank you. (laughs) Mwah. (laughs) Mwah. (laughs) Okay, she figured it out. That's okay. Um, Early, I just, because I mean, we can take it. We're you used to that shit? Pow, pow, pow. These are our poses. <laughs> but I didn't want to stress out any of the other comics who are like, more novice to this kind of thing. <laughs> like, what? Somebody's interested in me? And then they fall off the stage this way through the wall. All the Holman comics are from 1920 when they didn't have flash photography. So. <laughs> yeah, hard to keep performing when It's going to be a lot of t Dome comedy. What? We went such different directions. Totally different directions. (laughs) (laughs) But we're covering the whole room. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's something for everyone here. Now, um, earlier today, there I was getting my photograph taken for a magazine. That's right.
1: (laughs) Who cares? But my point but this is a
2: story you have to know. The photographer is even here tonight. He came to the show as well. But earlier today, we had to take some photographs outside, so it was a little bit earlier today (laughs) because of the light. And there we were standing in front of that, um, what's that called? Hedge. Yes, but who's there? It's close. (laughs) Right across from there, and you give him your car, you say, see you. Valley! Valley! See ya! standing right... And he drives your dad's car. Right. Yeah. And it's a real mess, and yeah. you have to go back to school. Anyway, my point is um uh the car goes backwards out the house. Yep. Yep. You remember I Sausage remember it. King of Chicago! Yes. Dunk of like shit. Um anyway, my point is that we were over there and uh the the photographer was like, Okay, what I want you to do is look over my left shoulder and just like you know, focus right there, make some eye contact with whatever's over my left shoulder. And at the exact moment that he said that, walking by in the street, the the thing that was over his left shoulder, and this there hadn't been like other shoulder. This is the this is his first direction he's giving me. It's his first like shoulder. Over my yeah, this is his first shoulder that he's mentioned. He's like, look over my left shoulder, make eye contact with what's over there. You know what's behind him over his left shoulder? Nev Campbell. <laughs> Nev
1: Campbell!
2: And the CEO of Campbell's Soup right the CEO no Rhea you know who I'm talking about Nev Campbell don't try to front front of these people you know who I'm talking about because I have two copies of Wild Things on VHS and one copy of Wild Things on DVD and I would have it on other sorts of ways you can store things if I just if they had made it yeah <laughs> I love that movie the movie Wild Things. Oh, yeah. Kevin Bacon also shops at our grocery store. Side note. But he has his pants on. In that case, that's different than Wild Things. <laughs> yeah. Plus, one time I saw him hiking. He had a really low-brim hat and a, a zipped-up shirt like to hear. So, and it's so sad because he's so... Would you say that you only saw a strip of bacon? <laughs> 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 so so like, like, Please. So funny. Yes! That was so funny! I know! It was so good. Yeah, it was. But I'm good. just gonna walk around the stage like this. Like that was it so good. Uh, right, so he, the, the problem with Kevin Bacon is he's been famous for his entire life, and he's sure. so famous that, like, there's games about famousness based on him and stuff. So, yes. like, there was just him, and I was still like, I'm sorry, Kevin, I know it's you. Like, <laughs> Keep going with you. I mean, I didn't say anything, but I was just like, "Oh, that's like that's rough. Like, what if just this? What if you're so famous that if it's just like this? Oh, oh, Julia, nice to see you. <laughs> How's your brother, Eric? It's an Great Eric job. Roberts joke. Great super specific. <laughs> How's your niece, Emma? <laughs> thank that's you. Making it a little deeper. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. So, and then my point is, there she was, of Campbell. So I just looked at her for forty-five seconds. Right in the eyes, she looked back at me. <laughs> and a photograph was, mo- multiple photographs were taken during that time. Then after she was out of earshot, I said to the photographer, Do you know what was just
1: happening? <laughs> I
2: was, I was looking into the eyes of Nev Campbell. So I hope those are the shots that they use because I'm I sure my eyes were full of dreams. Absolutely. You know, I think it's amazing that you didn't scream when this happened. Oh, no, that didn't work at all. Wow, you guys. Try it again.
1: <laughs> I'm really surprised you didn't It's so sad when scream. someone has to yell, I got it!
2: That's the saddest. There's nothing worse than that. There isn't. I mean, I almost feel like you should have... Barrymore (laughs) punchlines, right? Right. Matthew Lillard. Great job. (laughs) And who else is in that movie? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna Patty Arquette's brother. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You remember her? Skeet. She's always saying. She's always saying equal pay. You know her? Yeah, I know that one. Good old Patty Arquette. Yeah, her brother. Yeah, Courtney Cox's (laughs) ex-husband. This is great. I'm just triangulating him. Sure, yeah. This is how we should talk about it. This is... What you guys are seeing right now, it's the craft of (laughs) stand-up. This is... That's such a good movie. It's so scary. (laughs) You don't think scary? No.
1: It is! <laughs> Who's in
2: it? Robin Tunney. She's scary. Okay. Who else is in it? Enough Wait, cable. Feruza Balk. That's her she, name. Feruza Bulk's pretty scary. I don't mean she's scary, but how is that her name? Congratulations. <laughs> you know what? I always say to myself <laughs> I always say, Cameron Esposito, it's amazing that people with not easy to pronounce names make it in this business. You know, I always say that right before and after people introduce me as Carmen Esposito. (laughs) Um, So yeah, hats off to Feruza Bulk for carrying two burdens, you know. First name Feruza, last name Bulk. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff to carry. It's a mouthful. Feruza Bulk chunk not working. Nope. That's cool. That's a really scary movie. Have you guys not seen The Craft? Are you too young? What's going on? Oh, you've... Individually answer me. That's how (laughs) shows work. I want to... But you know what's weird? Even as you were mumbling, like, not everybody was mumbling. Like, most people were like, no, we haven't seen this. No. Have you seen Wild Things? Clap if you've seen Wild Things. (laughs) Okay, that's most people. Got it. All right, so, like, okay, so what about... Now, have you seen The Craft? Yes? (laughs) Most people. Most people. This poor... This poor kid. Are you all right? You haven't seen any... You haven't seen either of those? (laughs) What have you seen? What's your favorite movie? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead? Uh.
1: Stop it! (laughs) I mean, I'm sure
2: that's, like, a good movie, but, like, if you haven't seen movies where, like, lesbians could watch them as young people and sort of (laughs) imagine things onto the women that were in it, like, oh, when those four women walk across, we know what that means, don't we? My best friends in high school that also I didn't know I was gay but slept in the same bed with. We hugged a lot one time. We got... (laughs) 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 <laughs> One time we got very drunk, and all my other best friends kissed, but I did not kiss any of them. It was so sad, and I was so mad about it that I told my boyfriend. <laughs> and he asked me if I was bisexual. hmm What'd you, what'd you say to that? I said, I don't know. I don't know what it would be like to be bisexual. I am, st- I don't know. I think I'm straight. Let's not have sex. <laughs> <laughs> guys, that's Rhea Butcher. Let's hear it for Rhea one more time. And we've got a great treat tonight. Oh, man, you guys are going to love him. Such a huge friend of the show. He was, just on, he was just on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Let's hear it right now for Mr. Kurt Bronneler, guys. Get up for Kurt. <laughs> You Seth Meyers like last week, right? Yeah. How was it? Fun? It was like good. Different yeah. than other stuff you've done?
3: Um, it wasn't different. I think my approach to it was different because I'm now, I think, because um, that was my third one. Yeah. So I'm trying to...
2: And you did I'm the getting, big one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you did right. the scariest one. Right. You did the Tonight Show. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. after that... Was there, like, any pressure release?
3: I felt less pressure, um, and I feel like I knew how to manage my nerves more. But also I was trying... I think now I've gotten that out of my so that third one I feel like my fourth one will be good oh, do you know what I mean I do know what you mean yeah I, mean, like, it's I feel such a like a different one. weird skill it's such, that five minute that four minutes and 45 seconds is so difficult because I feel the need to like get that thing up the top yeah. and I still did it this time it's kind of like a one-liner about the way I look and I feel like was that hacky I was like I don't it may have been hacky but I like the joke itself I think the joke yeah. is smart but it's kind of a hacky thing to be like I know I look like blank but a blah blah Blah, blah, blah. But then, but I
2: mean, I, like, how else are you supposed to invite all of America into your? Yeah, you. right. It's like exactly a, an impossible situation to start.
3: Yeah, but I think now in the the next one I do, I think I'll be excited to to not do it as safe as yeah. I've been doing. Although these past well, three, awesome. I've been doing it very safe.
2: Which is I hilarious like. also because you're like the least safe comic in the world so I haven't even seen it yet and I can't wait to now watch it and, and hear that it's mostly like what? I, mean, just, I just I love your comedy and it's not safe like that's the opposite of you One time we were Home from a social event, and you couldn't stop skipping on the edge of a mountain, <laughs> and that's your whole life. Kurt. So, anyway, I'm I'm super stoked that you no. got that set under you your belt, me. and uh, go get them for oh, so the rest of your
3: night. Thank you. thank
2: you. That's my friend Kurt Bronow. Let's hear from Kurt. <clears throat> hey, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Uh, This next comic is a panel of the show as well. We always love it when she comes by. Let's hear right now for Emily Maya Mills, guys. Give it up for Emily.
4: Hello. Yes. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Great. You sound great. You sound like you've fully recovered from the Oscars. Glaring snub of Jennifer Aniston's nomination for her role in Cake, playing a very privileged white woman living in Los Angeles who's very, very sad. (laughs) This is my impression of Jennifer Aniston uh, discussing her uh, snub uh, by the Oscars. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you know. (laughs) Sorry, that is so cheap. You could just end anything with Ross in that situation. It would be great. (laughs) Truthfully, I mean, had she been nominated, maybe it's better this way, because had she been nominated, she would have gotten all dressed up, she'd gone out there, and she might have Rossed. All right, okay. (laughs) 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 Stop it! So cheap! You paid five bucks. All right. So So dumb. I feel um, pretty soothed. I've been meditating. I just started meditating recently, twice a day. Uh, It's pretty intense. It's great. It's crazy, because the biggest changes are, the like, the little, the most wondrous changes are just the tiniest things. Like, for example, colors are brighter. Right? Weird. All my socks match. Um, and, like, I can control the rain. <laughs> it's fabulous. I do feel a little more settled, too, because on my way in here, I saw this car that had a bumper sticker that said well-behaved women seldom make history. So I had to punch out their windows and piss all over their seats real quick. Um, just real quick. <laughs> feel much better now. Um, it's funny because, like, historically that, that quote is attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt and, um, I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but historically the subtext to that comment was actually um, I'd like to eat all the pussy. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. Allie, it's true, right? It's fun. Um, I'm in a relationship. Thank you. Feels good to be slowly losing my identity. Uh, apparently I like football. I don't know when that happened. I have a taste for rye whiskey and fat tits. <laughs> Sorry, that's lot... not even, who would even, all right. One day I'll have a tag for that. Um, feels good, though. No, like, we've been dating just under two years, but first of all, like, I was never that good at being single. That's sort of the problem is that I was, like, my friends had a nickname for me, and it was like, let's get you home. That was my nickname. <laughs> let's get you home. There's, my mom was always to just stand in a corner and kind of just, like, drunkenly <laughs> wait for, like, a spider to walk into my web and kind of go... <laughs> Hey, (laughs) your daddy must have been a Native American, (laughs) because I just want to get you drunk and screw you. (laughs) Um, Let's get you home. Um, but I'm new, like, I'm sort of new to uh, being in a relationship and I already sort of fancy myself someone with all the advice to give about how to keep it spicy, you know? <laughs> like, my favorite piece of advice, and this is the best, next time you in your party you're making love, you roll off each other, and you just look them in the eyes and go, what have we done? <laughs> like, oh, you know, because there are so many psychos in the world, and we found each other, or whatever. I don't know what it is. Like, the internet is so insane. There's a website that was designed to facilitate adultery out there. AshleyMadison.com, you've heard of it. It's a website that was designed so that married people could find other married people not, that are not their, spou- not their spouses so that they could catch them some strange in the tear-stained bathroom of a Circle K, as God intended. And, uh... Like, the crazy part of that, the worst part of that site to me is that their logline is, life is short. Be discreet. No. You can't just grab a couple phrases and slap them together and call it justified. Absolutely not. That doesn't work. That's like saying children are small. Overpower them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lunatic uh, I know you guys are looking at me and uh thinking, Well, but you're a comedian. Where are all your jewels? Um <laughs> Uh, I've been very lucky. I'm living the dream. I didn't realize. You may not know this, but it is possible to cobble together an acting career playing bit parts as ladies barely holding on by a thread. It's <laughs> tight. <laughs> so You're looking at it. Oh. It's not easy. Like I spent a lot of time in the chair kind of getting this like tightly coiffed, don't touch my son hairdo <laughs> that I have going on. <laughs> it ain't easy, um, but I realized something that I'll one part I'll never get is uh, the part of a memory of a dead wife in a movie. It's fine. I know who I, I know who that person. That person. First of all, the memories of dead wives in movies are just really blowing the average for all of us. Why are they all t- so perfect? They're all perfect ten. They just woke up. They're slightly out of focus. And probably have like done all their taxes for the last three years and their purses are super clean or whatever and like, here's the thing though, I say never say never so I I like to have this little one in my back pocket, it's just let me practice my audition, this is my audition for the memory of a dead wife in a movie if it ever comes up, you guys tell me if I'm sorry sweetheart could you zip me up? (laughs) Oh no, my earring, clink, 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 clink. Well, the earring is always rolling away somehow and she's just hit by a bus in the bedroom. <laughs> Why? It's always, or she's like on a beach and she's also has sheets and <laughs> so John, John. <laughs> that like fading giggle. No. <laughs> I love you. This is a speedboat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not realistic why can't they just honestly let's be real if you were flashing back to the memory of a dead wife in a movie you know that it would be more like sweetheart <sighs> could you zip me well, I would be ready if you picked up the fucking toilet paper like I asked you to. This is not passive aggressive. I'll tell you what passive aggressive is once you get in the goddamn car and wait for me outside. It's just like a fucking tractor comes through. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that's fun for me. You guys have been great. I'm Emily Maya Mills, thank you so much,
2: guys. Emily Maya Mills, well, that was a great set.
1: That
2: was very fun. How's everybody doing out there?
5: It's been such a it's
2: been such a rowdy and fun show I haven't even chatted to you yet. And now I'm curious about your lives. How's your life, sir? Yeah? Is it? You got so nervous. I'm just a person. That was a little mean, that laugh. Whoever laughed that was. Ha
1: ha ha! Who's ever laughed? Is that your laugh? That's your
2: natural is that your laugh? Was that a fake is that your laugh? That was your laugh that time, but are you aware of the fact that... Is that your laugh other times, too? I have multiple laughs. You have multiple laughs. Oh, what a man of mystery. <laughs> I have multiple laughs. And That was my meanest. Are you guys friends? Yes. Yes? You laughed hard at your friend. Derisively. <laughs> How is... Okay, don't stress out. We don't have to talk. I can talk to someone else. Are you okay? Everybody got so nervous. No worries. Guys, don't worry. I'm your little buddy. No problem. No problem. Gosh, it's tough. I know. Sometimes it's get, it gets hard because, like, we're talking up here, and then, it, you know... Like the t- I understand. We all watch TVs and phone, and then the phone is like, "But I've got something." But that's me. If I, you know. Anyway, my point is, <laughs> here you are thinking I'm just entertainment that can't see you, and then I acknowledge you. It's very strange sometimes. <laughs> I get it. Um, how are you? <laughs> what did you do today? Uh, hiked to the Hollywood. Sign. You hiked to the Hollywood sign. How did it go? Did you make it all the way up? You're, that's uh, You're, so you're a liar <laughs> You made an Uber drive you most of the way up? Well, to, the, to like the, to what? To the ranch To the ranch, okay I don't even know there is a ranch That's a new thing for me And I hike up there almost every day um, Not to the actual Hollywood sign It's too high, I get nervous You know, because do you have to go spooky on the top of a um, ridge? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Where, you know how sometimes you're... Okay, here's the kind of trail I like. Look, windy around the mountain. Totally chill. Here's the kind of trail I don't like. Top of a mountain. Nope. Because I worry that the wind will knock me off the mountain. Because I'm from the Midwest and I don't know how mountains work. (laughs) It's something I've been chipping away at in my years living here, but it's still, like, very scary to be. Because, uh, you know, if you fall, you're just going to, like, tumble onto, like, a tree or an Uber. Like, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But in my mind, you go straight from the top of the mountain right, you know. To the valley. Yes, to the valley. And what's worse than the valley? The <laughs> valley. <laughs> it's hot as fuck over there. Seriously, it is so hot in the valley. It's not even that it's gross, but seriously, like how is ever that's such a hot place? Like Burbank, oh, Burbank is very hot. Have you ever flown out of the Burbank Airport? It is a dream come true. four people are there at any given time there's no line you can just get directly on the plane like a celebrity it's such a tiny airport that there's one restaurant in it and I know for a fact that that restaurant is called restaurant because (laughs) one time I was ordering her sandwich there to go and she was like hello restaurant and I was like you're kidding me (laughs) so that's how small that airport is but it is like you have to walk across the face of the sun to get there. It's like this gorgeous, it's just, but it's, very, it's so hot. Um, but boy, what a dream, and I would really recommend it. <laughs> Except then, like, maybe, or... I mean, the problem is also that it's... They don't fly, like, enough places or with enough great airlines. Sometimes you have to take Southwest, and that's very stressful. Everybody is a maniac. <laughs> I understand that this is a silly thing to talk about, many people talk about this, but there's like a new thing that's been happ- hap- happening. There's a new thing that's been happening lately. I'm trying to think of who it even is. Delta, I think, now has OK, so like for Southwest. You line up in numbered order, right? You guys have you guys recently flown, or do you know what I'm talking about? You, so there's it's like you're like A1, and then you go A1, and then there's no seats, and it's crazy, and it's terrible. And for some reason, the flight attendants are funny. That's not a bonus. I really appreciate the work that flight attendants do, they are heroes, but also please be quiet. Um, but, uh, Unlike United or something, no, I think it's Delta, they've started numbering like the, what is it, what would it even call, boarding groups? Where it's like, boarding group A, and then there's a section to stand in, and then boarding group B, and then boarding group C. Here's the thing, you already have your fucking seat assignment. (laughs) What are you doing getting in line? (laughs) You maniacs! Like, I understand on Southwest that they have made us into animals, and so animals we shall be. (laughs) But on every other carrier, you know exactly where you're going to sit. There is no benefit to getting onto the plane first, except that you have to be on a plane longer. (laughs) And people won't get, out the, won't get the fuck out of your way, either. Like, it's just like, everybody's like, ah, like, boxing each other. It's like, middle school basketball out there. No dunks, lots of boxing out. I just fucking hate, I don't understand, it drives me insane. Because I want everybody to be like me. <laughs> I just realized that's probably really what it is. This is how I travel: travel like this. Get a salad, or even if it's breakfast. You're gonna still want a
1: salad, trust me.
2: Don't you take a risk on that burrito? It never pays off. Get a salad. Get one giant bag of pistachios, shelled. She's gonna be like, "That bag of pistachios is ten dollars," and you're like,
1: "Still want it?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a very particular system, and everything goes in its little place. Because I fly so much for work, so I'm like a I'm just very honed on. Because it's a terrible experience to be close to people for that long, and they smell, you know. And you smell. I am the arbiter of smell in some in some of this, um, you know. <laughs> I just thought of the stupidest joke. <laughs> Like a bre- it's like a Breaking Bad parody, but it's like Breaking Wind, and then it's, I am the one who farts! You know, like it's. That's the joke, and I can't, you know, it's the whole joke. Uh, it's very funny. That's all. Uh, okay, well, we'll keep the show going. It's not gonna get better than that, so good luck to these comics. <laughs> so hard to follow gold. <laughs> Now, this next comic, it is his first time on the show. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go crazy for them. Let's hear it right now for Chris Bender, guys. Give it up for Chris.
1: Hey, guys.
6: Hello. Uh, Guys, uh, I was moving recently, and uh, because I'm kind of lazy, I got a mover. um, And he was a big dude, like 6'4". And the last thing that uh, was in the truck was uh, my couch. And he's just like, hey, so uh, how big is your couch? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I was like leaning up. It's like my height. And he's like, oh, you mean so like a love seat? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? We're adults. Like, what's happening? Like, should I go get a lunch tray so you can smack that out of my hand too? Like, is that gonna make you feel better? I'm like, I don't get it. Fine. Uh, we're not friends. Um, but uh the i i kind of get it i kind of get it i've been asian a long time and uh <laughs> we're not right i mean we're not like we're not perceived as being the the tallest or the strongest which is fine but uh it's uh it's funny though because like the stark contrast between asian men and women very different right like just the perception generally is like women are very petite sexy you know ballerinas and then like the dudes it's like why are your skeletons so small? Like, what happens? What happened to you? You know? It's like, you're like the sparrows of humans. We're just going to, like, put you in our pocket. Don't fly away, you know? Bones are so light. I don't know. I get called exotic uh, more than I think I should in 2015. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Where uh, it's, uh, the last time it was like a, it a it was meant to be a compliment. And I took it as such. But it does still kind of like feel like uh, I'm being, like, uh, it makes me feel like a pineapple on a pizza in 1950, you know what I mean, it's like, ooh, this is, what is this, you know, it's like, alright, we got it, you've seen us, come on, um, but uh, uh, I have a lot of white friends, guys, uh, they're great, I don't know if you guys have them, um, I also, <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. But uh, I also have a ton of white family. I was adopted as a baby uh, by whites, and uh, it's totally cool. But uh, the best way I can describe it, because people often ask what it's like, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it's like it's like uh, having a Ph.D. in, like, white Catholicism, you know what I mean? And then having, like, an incomplete online course in, like, how to be Korean anything, you know what I mean? And you're just like, you're just like, ah. Uh, I can't help you, I'm sorry. I don't know, I don't. Both sides, it doesn't matter who it is. It's like, uh, can't translate your tattoo, sorry. I don't know what that means. It's like, I wish I could. I started lying now, it's just like, you said endless love? I'm getting cold indifference, but then again, I don't know, maybe it could be something else. I don't know. My parents have been married like 50 years. They say it's the same thing, so you're probably good, right? Just good to go, same thing the exact same thing. But, uh, at some, yeah, it feels weird because, like, I want to help people but, like, I just don't, it's not going to happen. Like, it's like, put me in the brochure for your school, you know, but don't invite me to the mixer. Like, I'm not going to be able to bring anything to it, you know? It's just like, like, having a cardboard cutout of, like, Bruce Lee is more beneficial to your you workplace mean? and school. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not going to, not going to be able to help you at all. It's not happening. But, uh, I get called out sometimes, I get called out, uh, I was at karaoke and I don't know why, but I was like, I can't stand karaoke. And this Korean woman comes up to me, she's like, did you just say you hate karaoke? Are you Korean or are you ethnically Korean? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Tell me what that means. I don't know what that means. But it's just like, why would you use that as like a benchmark to measure someone's like ethnicity? You know what I mean? It's just like, you don't like croissants? Are you French? Are you ethnically French? Tell me right now. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Um, but uh, ethnically Korean to me sounds like, um, you know, like your friend who just dates Asian women. You know what I mean? You know, We've all got them. I get it. It's fine. But it's just like, what's with Jeff? It's like, oh, he's ethnically Korean. It's, uh, it's fine. It's totally cool. It's totally good. I'm fine with interracial dating. People get a little weird about it. But uh, white people, like, try to, like, uh, like, they try to connect with me sometimes. And it's adorable, usually. But I was like, and this is an example of one Where I was at the mall And uh, this older guy, like in his 70s He comes up to me Doesn't say a word, just taps him on the shoulder And points to this uh, older Asian woman Who's just looking at clothes Not in this conversation Just points to her And then goes That is my wife my wife, and I was like, all right, well, uh, great, I hope you uh, think of my face when you fuck her, I don't know what, uh, I have absolutely no idea what to do here, I don't really know what to do, but uh, it's so funny, I get called, a couple times I've been called half-white by Asians, like PhD Asians, and uh, they'll just be like, and it's not a bad thing, they'll just be like, you're half-white, right, and I'm like, I am 100% white, thank you very much. (laughs) Hundred percent, but it's funny because, like, as a kid, like as a child, I actually did think you're a product of your environment. You know what I mean? It's like so for as for like a few years, I thought I was white, which is kind of like um, a terrible undercover boss episode. You know, you know, where it's like I got them fooled, and they're just like, no, we all know, every single one of us knows. You know what I mean? It's just like you rolled up in a limo, you're wearing a suit underneath your Burger King apron. It's like you're the boss, and I'm just like. Yeah, but my whole family works at Burger King.
1: <laughs>
6: They're like, oh, it doesn't look like it. it doesn't look like it. But uh, my wife is white, and uh, the funny thing—did you guys know that they um, they call uh, Asian guy white woman pairings uh, red pandas? Did you guys know that? Like an urban dictionary. What? Yeah, I fucking made that up. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. But I only made that up because at some point, like people would do like give you looks like. What? You guys? Both of you? And it was usually dudes. And it would be like, hey, sorry, man. We just don't see it a lot, so we're staring at you. And so I'm like, like, all right, well. So now I, like, my wife and I just make it up that nickname. And we go, like, so when we see him, we're like, hey, Red Panda, high five. And they're just like, what the hell is that? I was like, it's going to catch on. They're like, you didn't explain it. All right. But, uh, all right. I'm going to get out of here. But, uh, it's funny. Again, the perception comes back. To it, I was getting. Uh, I am married, so I was getting the engagement ring, and uh, the woman at the jewelry place was just like, "Hey, guy, hey, don't forget, Asian women's hands very small." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, uh, "But my enormous white wife has huge mitts. What do I do? Do you have engagement bracelets?" All right, thank you very much, guys. That's all for me.
2: The show moving right along. Uh, this next comic is in from Chicago, and we used to do comedy and stand up in Chicago together. And he's new to the show, so you guys let him hear it. Give it up for Sean White, everybody.
0: Hey guys, uh, my name is Sean White, and there's only three things you need to know about me to get the rest of these jokes. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Number one, Over a period of two years, I watched my entire family die one by one. Real dick move on their part. Don't worry about it. I'm trying to take a positive outlook on life. Trying to look at things in a casket half full kind of way, you know? (laughs) Number two, in the middle of all that lovely, lovely death. uh, My wife and I got divorced. Uh, Apparently, I was being a bit of a bummer. In her defense, though, pretty sure she didn't know she was leaving in the middle. And number three, guys, I apologize. I'm just exhausted right now. I just flew in from Chicago, and boy, is my family dead. <laughs> That's the thing. Comet comes up here and tells a racially charged joke They could be like somebody of that race could stand up in the front row and be like, I approve this message. You know what I mean? But I tell, like, a dead family joke. I don't have one that can stand up to be able to say that it's going to be okay. You guys, can't see, you guys can't see him. I mean, I can see him, but nobody else... <laughs> I'll tell you guys a story I don't tell a whole lot of people. This is actually a story of how my brother died. He was, uh, he was stationed in Iraq, and he was driving, and his car got hit by an IED, and it uh, took some shrapnel that started going towards his heart, but luckily there was a doctor there that rigged up a car battery to keep the shrapnel away from his heart long enough. Uh, but then they got captured by terrorists and were forced to go back to their cave to invent weapons for the terrorists. <laughs> But luckily, my brother tricked him, and instead of inventing weapons, he invented a miniature arc reactor and installed it in his chest to power his suit of iron. That might be a movie, though. I don't know. I tune in and out. Whatever. Guys, stop me if you heard this one. So my brother's dying on the floor of a Starbucks choking out on a blood clot latte as you do and you know what Starbucks did? Starbucks sent flowers to the funeral flowers, I mean that's nice, I'd have preferred coffee but flowers are a nice, that's the thing though everybody sends you shit you can't use to a funeral, everybody sends you flowers I don't know if you know this, the only thing you can do with flowers, watch them die slowly that's it that's it. Nobody gives you anything useful. Nobody gives you, you know, like coffee to drink or casserole to eat or heroin to forget. Nobody gives you something you can <laughs> sink your teeth into. You know what I mean? Everybody sends you flowers. That's not worse. Some people sent me trees. Trees. I don't know who spread the rumor. The sad people like trees, but get it out of here. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I'm sad, and now you've given me a project. I don't understand why I have to learn gardening now because I'm depressed. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, I've gotten some weird, weird gifts. Like, flowers? Fine. But somebody somebody sent me a full-size Japanese scroll of my brother's face. Because apparently, crying over a Polaroid wasn't good enough. Just get the scroll. Really absorbs the tears. What do you. Why would you do that? Somebody sent me sheet music. They composed a four string quartet in honor of my dead family and called it white, an elegy. First off, you're an asshole for making me look up elegy. I don't appreciate that at all. Also, don't know how to break this to you. I don't know how to play any one of these four instruments. Much less all four at the same goddamn time. I don't understand what you're playing. You want me to hire a band by the hour to play away my sadness? That's getting expensive. I'm already paying for gardening lessons. I don't have any time for this. Not the worst gift, though. Worst gift I ever got in my entire life was when somebody gave me a blanket But they gave me a blanket made of a very special fabric. They gave me a blanket made from my dead brother's clothing. Oh Oh, no, I didn't give them the clothing. (laughs) They stole my brother's clothes and made a blanket out of it. The whole time, cutting it up, thinking this is gonna make him feel better. think they gave it to me but my brother loves zombie stories had a lot of zombie t-shirts so i have a blanket covered in pictures of zombies previously worn by my now zombie brother what the fuck you want me to wrap myself in this and feel better this is the thing I understand that all these gifts were given with the idea of hey man he's sad I better help him just also side note gifts don't absorb sadness just as a fact but anyways <laughs> if you had a friend that went through some shit and you were like I'm gonna check in on him I want make sure he's okay and you go by his house you come in And he's sitting in a high back chair, wrapped in a blanket, made from his dead brother's tattered rags. A four string quartet playing in the corner. Trees everywhere. And a Japanese scroll of his face over the mantel. Who goes, yeah, he's doing good. Figuring it out. No sadness in this house. <laughs> I had this awkward moment at that funeral too. Real awkward moment in my brother's funeral because there was this moment, and like my uh, the uh, the funeral director was handing me my brother's ashes, and as he's handing them to me, there's that weird moment when your fingers kind of touch, and you're like, "Ooh, I touched a funeral director." <laughs> And as he's handing them to me, he looked up at me and he said very proudly, I fit them all in there! I fit him all in there! My brother was a fat gentleman, and he decided to take that moment to make a fat joke about my brother's apparently fat ashes. As if I was gonna notice if something was missing. Like, I don't know how much a body equals an ash. No one's done a return to a funeral home. You could've just dusted a leg off the top. Nobody cares. No one's gonna come back into a funeral home. I'm like, whoa! What are you trying to pull here, funeral director? This feels a little light. This ain't heavy, this is my brother. <laughs> Guys, my name is Sean White. Thank you very much. You guys have a great night. Guys,
2: right, let's hear it for our old friend, Sean White. Sean White. God, what a great show. It's a super great show. I don't even know what we're going to do. Uh, oh, don't stress. It's okay. Have you been here the whole time and you just went to the bathroom? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. You took the. No, that was. Did you take the No, that was. I don't know. God, sorry. That wasn't you, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, great, thank you. <laughs> God, I made that super weird, didn't I? <laughs> well, because I was imagining, like, what if she just got here for the show? Right. Like, yeah, how weird the that would be. Just as an experience, because there's one comic left. So let's say, let's say we're in a world where you don't think you're late, you're just like, that's going to be a great show. <laughs> Then there's two women on stage and we're like, alright, this is a show. And then someone does seven minutes. Which, by the way, for $5 wouldn't be like a high price. Not too bad. Like, it's believable. Like, there's a part of you that could be like, seven minutes for $5, I okay. guess. yeah." In this town, that's a deal! It's like one piece of kale, am I right? <laughs> I love that knowing laugh at kale. Yeah, I know. Ha! I love it. I love it. We eat it a lot. I love to eat kale. Not because of well, number one, because it's trendy. <laughs> no. Um I like to eat kale because my body tells me that I have to.
1: Because
2: I'm a vegetarian now, but only for two years with a few breaks. <laughs> fish in that one time I had a bite of Kurt Braunler's steak yep. <laughs> got very sick but mwah <laughs> um, that's the sound of a cow makes when mwah. they're dying yeah. mwah. mwah mwah last sound out of their mouth mwah is a lifelong vegetarian so that's very interesting living with her because um, tell, the, tell the people the kinds of foods that you eat oh the kinds of foods that I eat yes you're an adult um, woman let's preface with that <laughs> Rhea's an adult Woman, woman. Which is the yeah, That's part. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you guys knew that she was a woman. Um, uh, I eat a lot of macaroni and cheese with ketchup on it. Yes. <laughs> which she thinks is disgusting, but it is delicious. No, you're not. No, no, no. Macaroni and cheese is a savory treat. Don't put that sugar on there. Get out of so here. So is ketchup. There's vinegar in ketchup. No. Mustard. You're thinking of mustard. No. Ketchup. Okay, great. All right. Keep it going. Frozen pizza, frozen pizza. I have been known to eat a pop tart or two. Pop tarts. I don't know if you guys have noticed that Ria is of normal size, and her head is on her neck. She is not. She looks. She's got great skin. She eats only macaroni cheese, pop tarts, and frozen pizza. <laughs> Lots of free Doritos whenever they're free? Yeah, if there's a free Dorito, she'll eat the shit out of that. We'll Give be at a, a business meeting and she will be pouring chocolate-covered blueberries into her hand. Or like asai, or whatever. asai. Asai. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that is the sound that chickens make when they're being killed. Yeah. Acai! Japanese chickens. Japanese I don't know why chicken. that sounds like a Japanese... Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Okay, so my point is... Oh, uh, Smarties. I like Smarties a lot. Yeah, Rhea just, just broke that news to me today. That she likes Smarties. Which, which turns she just out, out the news that she doesn't like Smarties. Would you, you guys, like smarties? wait. Yes. <laughs> no. Why don't I like Smarties? It's garbage food made of nothing. It's a, <laughs> that's why you like that's them. It's a styrofoam <laughs> falsehood that you throw on the ground next to your Halloween bag in front of whoever gave it to you. No! <laughs> Smarties are disgusting. That's what I do with bit of Honeys, because that yeah. is bullshit. No, those are decent! No! <laughs> Not as good as a Mary Jane, but uh, hey, do you guys even know what that is? It's like an old-fashioned peanut candy bag. Yeah. But you need anyway. a lot of nut brittle, do you? Yeah, because fruit candies are bullshit, nut candies aren't totally awesome. Look how divisive this issue is. It's <laughs> completely A lot wrong. of people just checked out already, because they are so overloaded by having to make this decision over which of us they agree with more, they've just stopped paying attention. <laughs> so then, anyway, in <laughs> conclusion... We were a nuts versus berries family. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> ironic, being lesbians. Anyway. Oh, because those are already time testicles? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We both know how they go, by the way. Did you notice that? We were both like, like this way, right? And they're all up here, right? Yeah, we got tall people we're talking about. They're on a stool. Everybody's on a low stool. So Tom Cruise situation, they're standing on something. It's really funny if you know about Tom Cruise. Standing on things in movies or like sometimes he makes them dig a ditch next to the woman, has to walk in a ditch. This is true. I don't care. Um, okay, I don't. This has completely derailed the it show. It makes no sense. It's been the greatest show possibly we've ever done, and we've been talking nonsense well, for three minutes at the end. You had to talk about how smarties are disgusting. Well, they're and bad. You Ruined it. No, that that wasn't what happened. That's not what. <laughs> that's not what went badly out here. Because I agree with myself on that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so then, anyway, in conclusion, Rhea only eats garbage trash food um, trash food. but that's cool I mean it works for you and then yeah. but so my body is so mad because it doesn't have any animals so it's trying to eat whatever has iron in it Yeah, and so that's kale is like the closest thing you can get and so I eat a lot of kale but otherwise I'm just sucking on bolts <laughs> that is the weirdest thing you've ever said is it and then I fish into my mouth Ah. You guys are like, that was very clear diction because you had a bolt in your mouth the whole time. I'm like, oh, I had a bolt hole drilled in my back molar. I got a bolt pouch back here. Yeah, I keep my bolt pouch. Put my bolt in it. I have a bull pit back there. It's so a pit, my iron bolt.
1: What? I don't
2: know. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> it was a tough dismount, honestly, this particular portion of the show. I felt like we really had it with the bolt thing, and then we went too far. Shit. Well, we're going to bring up this last comic, and he's going to really clean this up. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. I love this guy. He's so funny. Great. So happy he's here. He's, we always love when he's here, but he's here tonight, and I can't believe it. Guys, let's hear it right now for Randy Lidke. Come on. Give it up for yeah! Randy. <clears throat>
5: Thank you. How are you? You doing okay? Yeah? Everybody having a good year so far? Huh? All right. Doing pretty good. I was, uh, I was looking at my finances from last year, and uh, it was my first year without, like, a nine-to-five day job, and I realized that just by having a job the year previously, just by going to a job, just by using the toilet paper at work, I was saving $40,000 a year. <laughs> about lying on my taxes this year. I think the safest thing to do is say I'm a competitive eater. That way I can write off pooping, right? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles, but I, I grew up in Oregon, which is pretty cool. I don't get to go back too much, but every Christmas, generally, I saw my parents this Christmas. Uh, my first time going home since my parents moved out of the house that I grew up in. Which is interesting. Someone else is in my house. I saw them in there. Uh, it's like I did some stuff in that house, you know. <laughs> like maybe don't raise your kids there, right? <laughs> maybe that's fine, but maybe don't let his first steps be right there. You know, that's where that's where I did some first things. It's also my first time going home since my grandmother died, which is a bummer. When she got. Too old, she moved into the house next to ours, and uh, we took care of her. So as we were going home, you know, not the same house, My grandma's not there. And uh, it's a bummer, but you just got to deal with it. She was in her late 90s. that's what happens. I'm sure some people here have a dead old grandma somewhere. Uh, <laughs> by a round of applause, how many people have a dead old? No, okay. all right. <laughs> that's inappropriate. But she did die. It is sad. you got to deal with it. And one of the last few days of her life, she spent in a hospice home surrounded by her family, which is nice. And uh, one of those nights, it was getting late, and we were all getting hungry. We decided to order a pizza. Pizza delivery guy shows up to the hospice home. They direct him back to the room that we're all in. And he walks in. We're like, "Ah, pizza's here. We all look up. We all look back at Grandma. And that's uh, exactly when my grandma died. All right, that's it for me. Thanks a lot. No, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Um... that's a weird situation what do you do right you, you pay the guy right? you tip him he should have been like free pizza he didn't he didn't he made us pay um, mostly I'm still curious how long is appropriate to wait till you eat a slice of pizza in that situation right okay. I don't want to be rude but we ordered it don't want to make a bad situation worse cold pizza that would have been a tragedy Mm -hmm. worst pizza party ever is what I'm saying no I'm joking my grandma's here tonight she's got free pizza come on up grandma no dead as hell my grandma I'm sure she's I'm sure she's here with us tonight um one more thing before I get out of here uh I wrote a book. I'd like to tell you about my book. Uh, if you bought it, it would help me financially. And uh, something kind of cool that I can share with you is we just did the audio book, and uh, I'm just going to play a quick clip of it. Um, you know, the narrator, it's done by me. You get to hear the story told by the person who wrote it, which I think is pretty cool. And uh, it's not really a comedy book, but it is has some funny parts. I'm just going to play a quick clip, and, uh, you know, maybe you'll buy it. All right. Growing up, I was a fairly normal child. Nothing too out of the ordinary, really. Just a kid. I never really got into too much trouble. I did what I was told for the most part and kept a low profile. I went to school just like everybody else and paid attention. But when I got home from school is when I did most of my real... All right, you don't like it. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, I guess... Something else kind of interesting about it that I can share. You know, like on a DVD, they do like a director's commentary. We tried that out with my book, but with the author. Growing up, Hello, I was a fairly normal Randy child. Randy too the the, R- to adult, the old, old narrator, the, the audio book, to kid, listening to. I never really got into it. Was to a it was a real fun opportunity for little me to actually hard hard. Get, the get to... I went to school just was like everybody else. Was Paid attention, or listening to. But when I got that uh, during the audio, book, I was surreal, which is share. rare. 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 I was, I was very careful. Was constantly taking things by the person yeah. with yeah. the permission actually wrote. All right, we'll buy my book. That would help me out financially. Ah, pretty good. I'm a big fan of myself too. Try out a couple things. You guys like, uh, you guys like pizza buffets? You like those? I like pizza buffets, because I like pizza. But not fresh pizza, right? And that's why they're great. Uh... I used to think that, uh, Filipinos really liked buffets. I write a lot at buffets, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> two in a row. I used to think that Filipinos really liked buffets. But then I realized I like buffets, and I live in a Filipino neighborhood. So... That would explain that. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, everyone's life has some twists and turns in it. I'm doing pretty good, though. Um, There's always going to be some embarrassing moments, though, right? I had a a wet dream at my sleep apnea test, so... (laughs) those coming up. You know, I gotta take care of a few things. Uh, this is a real question, so bear with me, be grown-ups, about this. Is it illegal to have, or even to sell, kid porn if it's of you and only you and you made it no one knew about it because you're like, when I grow up maybe there'd be a loophole and I can make some cash. <laughs> is that illegal? Uh, if it is, just, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Just k Jay Kidden. kidding uh, <laughs> It's a victimless crime, is what I'm trying to say. I knew what I was doing. Let's do one quick thing before we get out of here. You guys like uh, to participate in things? You ever been to like uh, a concert where the musician was like, all right, guys, now it's your turn to be a, you know what I mean, folds. You like binfolds? Uh... <laughs> I knew you would. So what I'm going to try, I'm going to try this. is going to be fun. We're going to split the audience in half. One half is going to do one thing. The other half is going to do another. And I'm going to sing over the top of it. And uh, we'll just do, to make it simple, we'll do Alouette. You know Alouette? We'll be like dum dum da dum 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 da dum da dum dum, dum. So we'll just do it, and it'll be fun, I promise. All right? Oh, there's a lot more people over here. Um, okay, here we go. Be loud. Okay, uh, here we go. Dum dum da-dum, dum 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 Here we go. Alright. Come on. Keep it going. Get into it. Alright, here we go. Keep it going. The audience is dum 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 Dum. They'll do whatever I tell them to because they are dum dum. Y'all are dumb! Ah, huh? you're into that. Alright, thanks a lot guys. That's it for me.
2: Randy Licky, you guys, let him hear it. Give it up for all the comics that you've seen tonight. And for Ryan up in the booth, Cameron Esposito, your host, and me, Rhea Butcher. See you guys next week.
6: Put your hands
0: together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
1: Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to color your hands together. Put your hands together.